And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much once again, the legendary John Bon Jovial. Welcome aboard, everyone, around the world and around Rochester, New York. Of course, our listeners at WRFZ, Rochester Free Radio. Welcome, everyone, and uh, happy Mother's Day. We have a special show lined up for Mother's Day today. We've got a very special surprise with a classic guest from our Hall of Fame, as well as a new band that's been with us before with some new music for you. So let's get right at it. First song today is a salute to Mother's Day. From Fort Worth, Texas, Christian gospel and soft AC artist with over 30 years in music and concert ministry. He's played and sang with notable artists like Sandy Patty, Steve Archer, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and Terry Gibbs. And he's twice played the role of Jesus Christ in Godspell. He's best known for When Life Gets Broken Project, which produced three top ten singles for him, and uh, including Run to Arms, which spent 252 weeks on the Christian Music Weekly Inspiration Chart. He's currently working on his Summer Palooza appearance and his grown-up Christmas tour. Welcome aboard, Matt Harbarger. This is a song for mom. made me what I am 
Your nights and prayer brought strength to me when we were falling apart. And though you're gone, you're with me always because you're in my heart. And I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for all of your love and all your tender time in my life that I needed you, you were always there, my mom, my friend, thanks for loving me. Just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for all of your love and all your tender care. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for all of your love and all your tender Burger, a song for mom on this Mother's Day 2018. Thank you very much, Matt. And uh, moving on with our show, John Bon Jovi, welcome aboard to you. How are things in your corner of the world? Oh, things are swimmingly wonderful here, David. We've uh, had a, a, a swimmingly wonderful. Yeah, actually, you know what? We got our first rain the other day, our first substantial yeah. rain in probably about four or five months. They've been actually having quite the drought here in southwest florida how about you what's going on out there in arizona oh, in the a Valley little of bit the of the same a little bit of the same i don't think there's been a lot of normal weather the last few months anywhere uh we've gotten the we went from our normal spring like actually a little below spring temperatures uh we went into pre-summer we're uh, we've been up around the hundreds and uh, we're only supposed to be in the 90s this time of year, so uh, that's a little bit of a uh, shock there for us. And, of course, we're short on water, too. We haven't had really significant rainfall since, uh, I don't know, the beginning of March or sometime back there. It's It's been too long. Of course, we're headed into what's supposed to be our rainy season where we get to 
you know, an inch or two of rain over the next two or three months. Uh, and it is Mother's Day weekend. How about that? It, huh? it is that. We want to uh, we want to thank all our listeners for joining us on this Mother's Day or later on down the road if you're listening to the replays. And uh, remind you, this is a show that's always an award show uh, because every show, there's too, so many award shows now, we decided to make them all award shows. And then we just got picked to partner with the Independent Tone Awards this year. We will be a partner with them, and uh, we are going one step further than just partnering and helping promote the Independent Tone Awards. We're giving you a chance to participate by sending in the names of your favorite indie artists and uh, send them in to us at david at thedavidbowers.com. And uh, the easiest way is to go to the Independent Tone Awards website, independenttoneawards.com, and check their categories. You can send in a name in each of the categories if you want. One name per category, or if you just want to pick a particular artist, but you can pick an artist in each of the categories on the Independent Tone Awards. You send them in, and from the names that you send in, we'll select the names that we're going to send on to the Independent Tone Awards in October, and uh, they will automatically be nominees for an Independent Tone Award. A really big thing. We're really proud and pleased to be a part of the Independent Tone Awards this year. Get your names of your artists to us at david at the davidbowers.com and uh, we'll, have a, we'll have some fun in December listening to the Independent Tone Awards and see how many of your selections win on the awards program, which will be in December. We'll have more information on that. I think the, uh, I think the official information comes out next month in June, but uh, we'll be following that along monthly. We want to shout out to our friends, including Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ FM 106.3, uh, better known as Rochester Free Radio. And we have an award. We have a we have a rather serious award for our first the David Bowers Award this week, and this award goes to Melanie Kramer of Circe, one of the most exciting independent music acts that uh, that has come along in a long time. Uh, she and her partner make up the band Circe, and they play all the instruments themselves as well as doing the vocals, and they do a heck of a job. We've had them on the show. You can check them online at uh, Circe, S-I-R-S-Y, and uh, .com, of course. And uh, we were very saddened to hear they were on a uh, their major cross-country tour and they were going from, uh, I believe they were going from Texas to New Mexico. Uh, Melanie is a cancer survivor, and she got a call from her doctor that the, uh, that the biopsy they had performed before they left on this tour uh, came back positive, and she had to call off the tour and return back to uh, upstate New York to get treatment because apparently the cancer has come back. And uh, we uh, we send our sympathies and condolences to Melanie and uh, everyone connected with her, her family, friends, her partner, her followers and fans of Cersei. Uh, we wish you the very best. Our, our hearts and prayers are with you, Melanie, and uh, we will be pulling for you. For those of you in the audience that would like to send uh, messages of, uh, of support to Melanie, you can reach her at Melanie at Circe.com. That's Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E at Circe, S-I-R-S-Y.com. Or you can send them the old snail mail fashion to Circe, Post Office Box 874, Clifton Park, New York, 
1-2-0-6-5. We love you, Melanie. We wish you the very best. As I said, we have a very special show this week, and uh, our first guest is coming to us from the Hall of Fame, and uh, you're going to be hearing more from them because uh, they have some new music out, but uh, this is a group that uh, many of you will remember from a bygone era. <laughs> There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we have the Manhattans joining us momentarily. First, we're going to play you one of their new tracks. It's a little thing called Maggie Lou.
Hi, this is John Bon Jovial, and if you're confused by all this, I just want to remind you that you're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And there you have it. It's called Maggie Lou. It was written by their current lead singer, Kenny Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the Manhattans, and Charles is going to step in here and say hello to us. Hello, Charles. Hey, how you doing, Dave? <laughs> doing well, thanks. How about yourself? Hey, I'm hanging in there. God is good. You know, he's blessing us every day. Every day we open our eyes and, and breathe the air. We can thank God for another day, you know. I'll tell you. Amen to that. You guys have been doing so much for so long. Uh, I, we are just so happy to have you here with us today and uh, sharing your new music now. As I understand it now, this is your first well, no, is, this isn't the first new album you've done. You did you did one back in 2003, but you have new music out now, right? Um, yes. Um, in 2013, we put out a single called, um, oh, jeez, what's the name of that? It's so, because we're working on so many, so many, just for tonight. That was one of the last songs written by um, the founding member, of the group, which was um, Sonny Bivens, before he passed right. away, you know, um, and he he passed in 2014. But that was one of the last songs that he wrote. Um, he wrote that with our current bass um, singer, um, Alvin Pazant. Um and that came out then um, as a promotional um, thing, you know. Um, He'll never love you, which is the ballad. Um, that hasn't come out as of yet. Um, Maggie Lou hasn't come out as of yet. Um, these are some tracks that we have been keeping in the can, you know, uh -huh. for, for the last couple of years more so, because we're trying to work on um, what's happening today as far as we don't want to take away from our foundation. You see, with the Manhattan's foundation, you want to take away from that, but you do want to present some new music to the exactly. younger audience because we're getting a lot of the younger ones coming to the shows now you see sure, so sure. yeah you want to take know, the old you want to you want to take the old original foundation that was uh, that you were built upon and extend that into the newer generation and that's that's perfectly understandable it sounds like you've done a you're off to a pretty good start there because maggie lou is definitely a change of pace it's uh, it's it's oh, not yeah. another kiss and say goodbye you're definitely on a uh, on a new track there and uh that's that's a good thing. Now you've got you tell us uh, since you've got virtually now since the original you've got all new members. Uh, tell us, let's give the boys their due and tell us about the boys in the band. Oh, okay. Um, well, back in 1990, October 1990, at um, the first tenor and myself, we auditioned for Sonny because that year. Um, Blue Lovett, the original bass singer, at the beginning of 1990, he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. So he had told the group that he was going to leave at the end of the year anyway. So we knew that he was leaving from the end of 1990. That's why Sonny was looking for people to come in, you see. So um, Harsey and I, we auditioned. We made the cut. Um, Sonny said, well, look, we, um, the, the current group at that time, which was Blue, Kenny, Sonny, the three originals, and Roger Harris, who had replaced Gerald Austin as the lead vocalist um, like two years prior to that. 
So um, it was where um, Sonny had told us um, that he had um, some dates lined up for the beginning of 1991. So he was going to do what he had to do with the group until the end of the year, and then we would start rehearsing with them the beginning of January. And he didn't know once Blue um, said, well, that's it for me, um, the end of um, December of 1990, that's when Kenny said, well, look, I'm going also. So instead of having one slot open, it left both slots open. So that's when Harsey and I got into the group. Then, you see, um, officially, I always say, the day that we auditioned, that's when um, we became Manhattan. So I, I claim that as my anniversary, which is October. You see what I'm saying? And this October, it'll be 29 years. So um, for Harsey and myself. Now, once we started rehearsing with Sonny and Roger, around three weeks later, that's when our um, current bass singer, Al Pazant, came in the group. Okay, and he auditioned, and we brought him in. So it brought the group back to a five-man set like we were back in the 60s, you see. Um, then it was where um, Roger left. Another gentleman came in, Wade Taylor, for about maybe two or three months, and then Lee Williams came in. Lee was the original, um, original singer that they wanted to bring in when – their original lead singer, George Smith, was getting sick. When he started getting sick, all right, um, back in the early part of 1970, they wanted to bring Lee in to take his place. But Lee, he said no, and he stayed with his group that just so happened to be under the Carnival label, which was the same label that the Manhattans was under. So Lee didn't do it. And um, they brought in another guy, Phil Terrell, who was a solo artist from that label. He only was a temporary fill-in, and then they got Gerald Austin. You see, and Gerald stayed until um, 87, and then he went solo. But um, after, after Lee stayed with us for about, 20, about 22, 23 years, then Kenny Jackson, who's the new member, Kenny got in. And that was like in 20, 2016. Kenny came in on June of 2016. He came in. So the current lineup is Hossie Hempel, senior second tenor, um, Kenny Jackson on lead, Alpha's on on bass, and myself um, doing first tenor. So that's the part. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. In under five minutes, the entire 55-year history of the Manhattans. Charles, <laughs> I could. I could not have done that if I had stayed up all night studying for it. Thank you so much. That was awesome. That, uh, that gives me all of the history of the group in a nutshell. That was uh, that was pretty powerful, man. Don't you that think was, that was pretty cool? Yeah, you, yeah, you that was to, great. That was. Charles, you've you've answered a, a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you, but. Uh, first of all, I, I just want to say that uh, on behalf of David and myself, we are so incredibly honored that y you guys have uh, chosen us as a platform to get the word out about the Manhattans and what you're doing right now, because, you know, you guys over the years have done such quality work and such wonderful, you know, wonderful music. Uh, I mean, as I had uh, mentioned to you, you know, in, in the um, intercom type thing, you know, while we were uh, 
uh, playing uh, Maggie Lou. Uh, you know, I've I've been a fan of, of of your music since I was in my twenties, and you know that's going back into the early seventies there, and up to today. And uh, I, I'm I'm just so thrilled that you're with us. Uh, but I, you know, one thing that I I I would like to know about because you know this is I guess an overused expression, but this is not your father's Manhattan. So you guys have come a long way from kiss and say goodbye to Maggie Lou and Maggie Lou, by the way, I was just kind of digging on that because, uh, uh, I, I like the baseline on it. It kind of reminded me a lot of Larry Cochran and a lot of some of the work that he did with Sly and the family stone. But, um, what, what, what is, you know, what's the mindset of today's Manhattans to be making something like Maggie Lou and, and, and some of the other upcoming music that you're going to be coming out with? Well, the mindset is to take the old school foundation with a new school twist, okay? Um, like I said, Harsey and Al and myself been here 29 years. So um, I think um, that with the addition of Kenny coming in, see, first and foremost, that's Kenny playing every instrument in there except the guitar on Maggie Lou. That's his production. Okay, Kenny was a background vocalist with Patti LaBelle at first. When she found out that he played instruments because the bass player didn't show up one night in rehearsal, and Kenny picked up the bass and started playing, she said, you play? He said, yeah, I play drums, I play bass, I play keyboards. She said, you never told me that. He said, you never asked (laughs) You want you to be in so, so after he was with Patty, I think he was with Patty for six or seven years, and he became a staff writer for Kalimba Records, which is Maurice White from Earth Wind and Fire. And then okay. oh, man. Earth Wind yeah. and Fire. Yeah. Wow, he was he was he was with Earth Wind and Fire for a while. I think five or six years while he was still under contract as a um as a songwriter. But Kenny brings so much to the table because he sees he sees us in three different ways. You see, him being a part of us as a vocalist, him being a musician, and then him being a producer and arranger. Okay? And that's what happened with the ballad that I had sent um to David, which was He'll Never Love You. We was given that song and uh, the producer that we was working with, which is um, um, Leroy Burgess, um, he said, Charles, he said, this is a hell of a song, man. He said, but we're going to have to have somebody that's going to have to nail this, you know. And when, once Kenny came in the group, he listened to it in 45 minutes. He had nailed it. So it was where awesome. Leroy said, what else do you hear in it? And he said, well, you know, I hear a little different arrangement in this. So, so he said, okay, go ahead, go ahead. You got the freedom because you proved to me when you nailed it that you can do it, and I don't need to look over your shoulder. Go ahead and do it. And that's what you, you got it in well, here. You, yeah. you know, we, we, we preview the music, obviously, uh, you know, before showtime. And as far as nailing it, you know, that, that's an understatement. I mean, this is this is just this is so damn good. 
And for um, our listeners, I should interject at this point the song he's talking about, He'll Never Love You, uh, we are going to be playing after we talk to Charles and, and get all the good information from him. So you can stand by for the new, uh, the not yet released, actually these are all sneak previews, Maggie Lou and He'll Never Love You will be coming up in just a couple of minutes. John? Yeah, I, I just uh, I, I'm so excited to be playing this and to be able to break this music before anybody else does. And uh, uh, Charles, are you are you guys touring? Um, yeah, we're working on um, some things here and there. Um, we're getting ready to go out to the West Coast in July. We're going to Jamaica in August. We're going down to Florida in July also, and I think the Midwest um, sometime next month that's what they're trying to work on see it's a lot of stuff that has been coming in you know and we're just trying to work our craft as as good as we can especially in the studio that was our 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 goal for 2018 is to get something out maybe in the second quarter third quarter of the year you know um before Mm -hmm. the holiday as far as um, Christmas before Christmas. Right, definitely. So we definitely it's it's just a lot, you know. Um, when you when you think of, like you had said, the the Manhattan's and and the legacy, and even myself, I remember a, a older guy, which was like an older brother to me that lived up the street from me on a block that I lived at, and and he was the one that introduced me to the Manhattan's, but. It was the Manhattans of Carnival, or the Carnival record years. Um, right. The, the song "Die," the song um, "I'm the One Love for God." Um, those songs, you see. And then I heard George Smith, and I was like, "Wow!" And then in '71, when they came through Mount Vernon, New York, where I was born and raised, um, and they came to to a, um, a, a school that had an auditorium called Wood Auditorium, and they performed there. And Smitty had just passed away that December, and this was like that that February, you know. And um, seeing them then, and then uh, my cousin was their wardrobe manager um, in the 70s, and he brought me on the road with them um, 70, I think around 77 it was, and then I became an assistant to him. So I started working with them, and I never forget this. And I told Sonny's children this, it just, just like if he was sitting here right now talking to me. We was in the old underground at Scarlett O'Hara's down in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wow. 70, 77, 78. And I, I know I, the venue, I, yeah. It, it, yeah, sure. my background is gospel. You see what I'm saying? That's where I was born and raised in the church, you might as well say, because my godfather was a minister. So it was where I was singing, you know, and I was doing their clothes. And you know how you can feel some eyes on you when somebody right behind you? And oh, yeah. I turned real fast, and Sonny was standing in the doorway, and he had that smile. That's how you always knew Sonny Bivens. If you looked at any Manhattan's <laughs> album, you look at the guy with the smile, you know that's Sonny. So yeah, that's Sonny. Right, so he gave me the name Charlie Boy. That, he, he started calling me. He said, Charlie Boy, he said, I didn't know you could sing. Scooter never, which is my cousin, he said, Scooter never told me that you. I said, yeah, you know, this, that, and the other. He said, man, let me tell you something. One day, you might be a Manhattan. Now, I'm a 15-year-old kid, 
And he's telling me that, right? I just looked at him and I said, yeah, okay. Nah. So I went back to doing my work. And he said, no, 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 seriously. He said, Charles, one day you might be running this group. Did I know 14 years later I was going to have the audition? Ten years after that, I started taking over the group. It was like awesome. he foresaw that even back then. And I saw that, That's him amazing. That is amazing. You know, it... it, it th- Life, life works in mysterious ways, and it, it and, and it can it, it can close a door that you don't want it to close, but then mysteriously open one. You step in, and it's like, well, hey, now I'm here. Let's let's do this. Yeah. That, that's great. Yeah. Charles, I got you to uh, want you to keep in touch with us because in your travels, I hope we get a chance to see you. You mentioned you guys are going to be going down to Florida, and if you get down uh, somewhere on the uh, Gulf Coast in the Naples, Fort Myers area, John Bon Jovial is uh, that's his home stomping grounds there. So we definitely have him get over and see you. I'm I'm out a little bit west in Arizona, so uh, we'll have to wait for you to make the western swing there, but. Uh, yeah, we definitely want to catch you if we can. And while we've got a minute or so love, left. Love to see you guys. Absolutely. But while we have a minute or so left, uh, tell us a little more about this great new song that we're going to be playing next called He'll Never Love You. Oh, He'll Never Love You was a song. I I, I got that song from a good friend of mine, um, this, this gentleman named Benny Dees. Benny was the founder and the, and the director of the New York Community Choir which back in the 70s, they was awesome. When it came to choirs, they won every award there was. Now, um, um, Benny, um, when I first heard the track, Benny said, Charles, look, I don't know where the guy is that did the demo. He came here. He was from London, England. He had to go back home. He said, I could never find him after that. When he left, it's like he disappeared. He tried to call him. He tried to write him. He couldn't find the guy, okay? So, Benny said, Charles, do you think y'all can do this song? So I listened to it, and I said, yeah, we we can do it, Benny. He said, okay, it's here for you. Whenever you want it, it's here. Now, that was back in 1994 when when he he said, I can have that song, okay? In 2015, that's when we cut it. So that song has been in the can since then. And like I said, our producer, Leroy Burgess, um, said, Charlie, we, we got to nail this. We got to get somebody that can nail it. And when Kenny nailed it, like I said, in 45 minutes, he did what he had to do. And then he said, if you want to put a new arrangement to it, put a new arrangement to it, Kenny. And Kenny said, okay. And he did what he had to do. And he said, yo, you guys, I got to put in these vocals. I want to use this, this, this type of vocal and stuff, you know. And we did what we had to do, and he knocked it out. And you guys did just exactly that. Charles, I want to thank you so much for coming and spending time with us, bringing us this new music from this classic group and sharing their history with us. Uh, We love it. We love you guys. Thank you. Be sure and pass the word on to all of the guys for us that we really appreciate you sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you so much, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Thank you so much. But I do want to say and give a shout-out to our, our dear friend, lover to death, Miss Ronica um, Sanchez. Um, rocking, booking, they're the ones that I think contacted Dave. Yes, and, and right. She put me in contact with you. Yeah, Ronica, I love her to death. Ronica you know, of so Ridiculous. Thank you so much, you know, for, right. for Ronica of walk, you know, and whatever we can do for, for, for you, Dave, and you, John, you let me know, and uh, we ate. Hey, 
you got the numbers. You know what I'm saying? And, you got my number. You do and you, you know how to keep in touch with us. We thank you so much once again. We thank Ronica of Ridiculous Tricks for putting us in touch with you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, here they are, the classics to today's date with new material. These are the Manhattans. Not the way that I do So why can't you leave him Tell me the reason Please girl, don't leave Why can't you see My heart is taken Girl, I can't take it Just the other day When I came by your house You told me that you love me, babe all you think about But your story changed When somebody rang your phone I asked who it was you wouldn't say But you told me that I had to go Oh, I had to go Oh, I could act as if It was just one of your friends No, I'll be right there. No. 
The David Bowers Awards is proud to partner with the 2018 Independent Tone Awards for Indie Artists. We're inviting you to be a part of it, too. So tell us your favorite indie artists in the Independent Tone Awards categories by emailing your choices to me, David, at thedavidbowers.com. It's that simple. We'll forward our choices from your selections to be nominees for the Independent Tone Awards. So check the Independent Tone Awards website, then choose your picks in any or all of the categories and send them to us. Let's support our indie artists. Right now, we're going to support a band that has been here before. They're coming back with more new music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome across the board and don't drag me down. Boy Slim, and I'm listening to the David Bowers Awards. I hope you enjoy the sound of my voice as much as I do. Don't drag me down. That's across the board, and here to talk with us right now from across the board band is Jackie. Come on in, Jackie. Say hello. Hi, David. How are you today? Oh, doing just fine. So glad to have you back here with us. How are you doing? Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for coming back around to us here in uh, in Toronto, Canada. 
Our pleasure. As a matter of fact, we've had uh, we've had a little bit of a run of Canadian artists as of late. I know last week, uh, don't ask me to remember them all because I don't have a list in front of me, but uh, last week we had uh, McKaylin Hay, who, uh, who's from uh, Gulf, Ontario. So uh, it's uh, we've been having uh, having some great Canadian artists on here, and we're really enjoying it. And we're, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not sure of this, but this show is being recorded, what, right after uh, Canadian Music Week or something, right? Right around that time of year, isn't it? That's right. Canadian Music Week kicks off today. Actually, that's true. I thought I thought I was close there. I wasn't absolutely positive, <laughs> but hey, we're glad to have you back with us. And uh, that's a that's a great song you just did. Don't drag me down. Tell us a little bit about that. So that's from our last EP, Amends. Uh, it's a song that was actually featured on the Canadian Independent uh, Female website uh, last year. And uh, this year we have a brand new record called Sonic Boom that just came out on May the 4th. Which we are going to be previewing in just a few minutes after we let you tell us all about what's going on. One thing you, you mentioned there now, you mentioned something about, a, uh, about the Canadian music and a women's site. Yeah, so um, there's uh, the, uh, the uh, Canadian the Canadian uh, Music Week website, that is cmw.com, and you can check that out. And that's uh, basically an international festival that's held for music in Toronto this year that focuses on artists uh, independent and signed across the globe that comes together to create a conference to look at different aspects of how to promote your music, uh, how to get signed by labels, how to do... um, Think kinds of things with your music, and the uh, International Women's Day website, which is where our "Don't Drag Me Down" song was featured last year as uh, part of their website. Awesome, and uh, I I really feel good because I made you dig into your notes there. I can tell you had to, you had to stop and check. I have I to do that occasionally myself. <laughs> I I love it when somebody puts me on the spot and I have to say, "Wait a minute, let me check my notes here." <laughs> Very nicely done, though. You, you recovered. I had to dig into my brain. <laughs> you recovered nicely there. Now, what's the band been doing since you were on the show? You've done some new music, right? That's right. So the last time we were with you, we had just uh, produced our new EP, Amends. And this time, we have a full-length album called Sonic Boom, which just came out on May the 4th. And this is sort of on the heels of our international um, um debut of this particular album uh, as well as our Coast to Coast Canadian tour that uh, happened just at the end of 2017 and we wrote this song while we were on the train from Toronto to Vancouver and back doing our Coast to Coast tour last year. Awesome. That that is great. Then of course when you're when you're doing a tour coast to coast, you have some travel time where you can sit or, sit and uh, and do some creative thinking if you're not totally dragged out. So I can understand that. And <laughs> I, I you, you did it by train? You did the cross country by train? We did. It was actually kind of a trains, planes and automobiles thing. We started off in Newfoundland last year in in the sort of the late summer early fall. And uh-huh. uh, we flew out to Newfoundland, and then we went to Ottawa and Toronto, and then we took a train from Toronto to Vancouver and back, and all the stops along the way. And we played in Jasper and Winnipeg and Vancouver. It was amazing. 
I have seen. I haven't had the uh, the pleasure of doing that. I've only been up on the uh, the eastern end of your country, but uh, I have seen some of the amazing videos of the trains across the western half of Canada, and some of the uh, some of the scenery is just awe-inspiring. It's beautiful, and I I envy you that, John Bon Jovial. You look like you've got a question. Well, yeah. I mean, as far as uh, the, the trains are uh, are concerned, Jackie, uh, I, I know it's certainly not the country's national anthem, but isn't um, uh, isn't Gordon Lightfoot's Canadian Railroad trilogy kind of the national song of Canada? Yeah, yeah. I have to give you that. It's a little bit dated right now because you know we've had a ton of music come through since that. But in terms of train songs, yes. There hasn't been anything as notable since that time until now because we have our song, Back to the Track. Yeah. That particular flagship train called the Canadian, which is the well, rail flagship passenger. Sure. And that which leads me into my question of uh, musically, you know, what has been the influence in your life to get you to this point where you can sing about the Canadian? Well, I grew up in a very small town in, in uh, Alberta, and it's called Camrose. And in terms of Alberta, it's a city, but in terms of most places in the world, I, at the time, you wouldn't have called it a city. But right now, um, it's a very small city. And from there, there wasn't a whole lot to do. I mean, you take the bus to Toronto, uh, that would take you forever. You could take the train somewhere, you know, you could travel from... Um, side to side in Alberta, but it was it was just a lot of long-distance stuff, and, and I remember a lot of the time we had to go somewhere to do anything, so we would drive to Edmonton, or we would drive to Vancouver, we would drive to Jasper, so we were very used to traveling, basically to get out of our little area and, and, and see anything from around us, so I was very familiar with traveling. Um, my parents would take us, you know, across the country, or they would drive down to Florida, or they would put us on a plane and we would take off to Europe because there wasn't a whole lot to do in our little world. So where we came from, traveling was not something that was foreign to us. So to get on the train and to come out to Toronto, um, you know, when I was, was younger, was, was, was a big, big deal. Yeah, sure. It was a really big deal. And it was, and it was something that we all wanted to do. You know, when you live in a small town, even though you love where you come from, there's always these dreams of a bigger city. And part of our album is all about, that it's about breaking a band and what are you going to do to take your music from the small town feel to that big city space where more than just you know the local folk hear you okay i i understand it you're absolutely right it uh, it is a big thing i remember my first train ride as a kid and we are running a little bit low on time just a quick question since you've already answered what was going to be my last question tell us about the song sonic boom uh are you going to be doing some uh, U.S. touring? We are. We are hoping to. Right now we're just finishing up with a Eastern Canadian tour, which is going to take us through the spring and summer, and we're hoping to get down to the States in the fall. We've got a lot of uh, college radio play with our new record and the last record that you guys uh, helped us with, um, the Don't Drag Me Down song that you showed us, and uh, Amen. But uh, this new record, yeah, it's a full-length record, and we're hoping to come down to the States very soon. 
Well, we hope you do, too, because we'd sure like to see you in person, and we hope we can help you out with this new song. Ladies and gentlemen, the band Across the Board, thank you so much, Jackie. This is their newest. It's called Sonic Boom. Stand in my way 
And there you have it. Canada's own across the board. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you across the board. And also to our very special guests, the Manhattans, for a great show. Happy Mother's Day to all the lovely mothers out there across around the world. We love you all. And we all remember our own mothers on this day as well. Unfortunately, we're a little short on time, so we're not going to be able to get Justin Bieber on today. John Bon Jovial, take us home. <laughs> Nor should we. Uh, yes, sir. Hey, folks, thank you so much for being with us today. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards uh, every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 Rochester Free Radio. That's right, free radio. And also on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. Greenwich time for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So, until next week, for The David Bowers, Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the allegedly legendary John Bon Jovial, and uh, just want to say we'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.